Hey, it's Jared. Welcome to Becoming the Redeemed. We're going to be looking at 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5 today. And I'm going to be talking about how this verse has shaped the way that I handle and deal with things that enter my mind. Now, this is not a perfect process for me. I'm learning and the Lord is strengthening me in this ability every time that I successfully remember to do it and apply it whenever something comes into my mind, causes me frustration, or uh, a limiting factor comes in, like I'm not good enough, or I can't accomplish this, or I start to procrastinate, or you know, whatever my mind starts to, to, to go in a direction that I know not to be true, I know is a direction that doesn't take me towards my goals, my desires, and the things that I know the Lord has directed me towards, when I can apply this verse as part of the process, the outcome is always fantastic because it's God's word and I am doing the word. I am taking what God said in his word. I've understood it in that situation and I've applied it in that situation. And, and I had faith that, that it will result in what is promised. So let's read it here. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. I'm reading out of the NIV. I spend a lot more time in the ESV these days, but I really enjoy this particular Bible because of all the references that it has in it. And uh, this is one of the printed words of God that I use often. So let's read it. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now, one of the things I love about the way that Paul writes is that there's often a if then, then that, or a do this, then that, or if this happens, then do that type of scenario when he's writing. And for me, that works really well. I never used to look at it this way. I used to read verses like this and think like, what does it mean to capture every thought? Like, how do I I don't know how to do that. I don't know what that means. I would ask the Lord for that strength. And, you know, Lord, help me to control these thoughts. Help me to capture these thoughts. And I just, I didn't know what to do there. And I don't know why in the last year I found clarity in this verse. I know it's for sure the Holy Spirit helping me better understand God's word and helping me get past limiting factors that I've had in the past. But I now understand that I demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God when I take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. When something comes into my mind, whatever it is, a limiting factor, a, a uh, lean towards procrastination, something where I'm uh, imposter syndrome, which I for sure feel right now, and I mentioned it in the first episode of this podcast, I have imposter syndrome because I open God's word and I feel ill-equipped to talk about it. I don't feel like I should be preaching God's word. And I also take extreme caution because I know that if I'm going to preach God's word, if I'm going to share God's word with other people and talk about it, like I'm going to be held to some higher scrutiny. It's promised in God's word. 
And so there's all of those things screaming at me like, you're not good enough. You shouldn't be doing this. You're not in the right place to be doing this. Wait until you get clear of these things in your life before you start talking about my word. Like I, I'm putting words in God's mouth about how I should be acting and how I should be before I share God's word. M meanwhile, I'm reading stories about those who are just as messy, if not messier than me, who are preaching God's word and who have turned on a dime, recognized that they are redeemed in Christ and are preaching God's word. And I, I need to do that. Maybe the missing link is me actually talking about God's word and preaching God's word and because I'm not doing that. So let's go back to verse five. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. That's interesting. It's interesting to think that there's a weapon that we can use against things that tell us that we're not good enough, things that tell us that we're not capable of, things that tell us that we are, there's something wrong with us. My knowledge of God is the knowledge of his word. And if his word says that I'm created in his image, that I'm a new creation, that everything old has been put away, why am I having problems? Why am I dealing with things? Why do I have such a hard time recognizing and, and realizing the redemption process that had already taken place, that has already taken place on my life? I demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God when I take captive a thought, a limiting factor, something that's frustrating me, uh, whether it's external, you know, maybe one of my kids does something and it irritates me and I think, ah, oh, I want to lash out at them. I want to, I want to not love them in this moment. I want to make sure that they know how I feel. Maybe my wife does something and it frustrates me and I want to I want to let her know. I want to let her just understand my frustration and, you know, be arrogant in that moment. Maybe it's an opportunity and I don't feel good enough. I don't feel right for that. I, I, feel, I, I feel insecure with the scenario. All of those things happen. But if I can capture that, if I can actually grab a hold of that, and measure that up against what I know is true about God through his word, what I know is true about me through God's word, then I'm able to demolish those things. I'm able to demolish arguments that I'm making against myself most of the time. Most of the arguments are internal. I'm making that argument against myself and adding limiting factors myself. It's not external. There's nobody standing outside of me saying like, no, 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 that's too big of a job for you. Like you shouldn't take that opportunity. Nobody's standing right next to me saying like, you shouldn't start this podcast. You shouldn't do things on YouTube. Like you're not a good photographer. You are lacking as a parent. Like nobody is standing there with those arguments. Those are internal. Those are things internally. Now, sometimes we do have external uh, you know, something external that says those things to us. Somebody makes a comment and, and, you know, that comment makes us feel a certain way. Well, that's still an argument from within us, an argument that we can demolish every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. When we understand what God's word says so that we know what's true about God and we know what's true about ourselves based on what God has to say about us, 
it's really hard to stay in those mindsets, to stay with those limiting factors that cause us to not do the things that we know God has put on our hearts. God has given us desires to. Of course, we have to measure these things up. I can't say like, well, you know, I'd rob a bank if I was only more stealthy or something like that. Uh, I, I can't measure that against God's word and then go out and say, no, I'd actually be a great bank robber. Like, no, that those limiting factors, those I put on myself. I'm going to go out like, you can't do that because that's, I can't measure that up against what God says in his word because, you know, robbing a bank is wrong just to use a ridiculous example. But I think you know where I'm going. Like, I can't take sin and justify it through God's word because it's just not possible. God is love. God is not hate or sin or any of those things. So I can't measure those things up against what God's word says. It also says that I'm created in God's image and that I'm a new creation. So I can't measure sinful things or things that the Lord really wants to, to cut away from my life up against his word and expect to be able to carry those things out in good conscience. As I go in God's word and measure the arguments that I'm putting up against myself or that others are putting up against me, I'm measuring them against God's word. And there's corrective action happening there. I'm either having to cut things away because, oh, that mindset is limiting. I can do that. I can do what the Lord, I feel like the Lord has given me this ability to do and I'm holding myself back. And so if I, if I redirect and understand that like what God says about me is true, like I can't believe in that limiting factor anymore. On the flip side of that, I can also look at things and say, maybe that's just not the right fit for me. Like God has given me gifts. And even though I desire to be that person or do that thing or achieve that thing, is that what God has for me right now? Sometimes I also have to look at it from that perspective and say, where did that desire come from? Did it come from what I know is true about me based on what God's word says? Or is it something that I want to be true about myself? And it may be something that I need to put aside and say, Lord, what else do you have for me? Because you've created me in your image and I know you have something great for me. Please reveal that thing to me. Like sometimes it's that direction as well. But we need to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Well, what does that mean? What does it mean to like take a thought captive and make it obedient? I've been thinking about it like this, like when a dog goes through obedience training, a dog is constantly redirected. You, It's repetition that really trains a dog in their obedience of whatever it is that you're trying to get them to do, to no longer run away from your yard, to sit when they when you tell them to sit, to roll over, to do whatever it is. It's obedience and it's through repetition. And so I recognize that I have to apply that to my own life. If I am going to take thoughts that are in my mind and make them obedient to Christ, it's through repetition and it's through doing this over and over and over again, knowing that sometimes it's not going to be perfect, knowing that sometimes I'm going to sit there and I'm not going to roll over because I'm being stubborn, but I need to recognize that I am being stubborn and allow myself to be redirected and allow those thoughts to actually be made obedient to Christ, shed them so that I can move forward. I know it's not going to be perfect. Expecting perfection is going to set me up for failure because that perfectionism is not something that's possible for me. I know because 
I have tried to be a perfectionist in certain ways, and perfectionism always leads to a rut or procrastination uh, or something along those lines. And so I have to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ because then it takes that off of me and it puts it on Jesus who redeemed me. If I take that thought, whatever it is, and I, I, I take the power away from it and put it at the foot of the cross and say, Jesus, help me figure this out. This thought, I have to take it and stop acting on it. Whatever external thing that this thought is, is making me want to do or act or say or whatever, I have to take that and I need to make it obedient to Christ. And that means coming to his word. And what's crazy is that this verse has been strong enough for me to do that on more than one occasion. That's the power of God's word, is that this one single verse has given me the strength to do this more than once, more than twice, many times, and I don't do it perfectly, and I don't do it right, and I'm going to make many more mistakes, and I'm going to bumble my way through it, and I'm probably going to fight like heck in the future with things that I need to deal with in the future that I don't even see coming, but knowing that I can demolish every argument that most likely is going to come from myself and that I can make every thought obedient to Christ by just capturing it, recognizing what's going on and saying, God, I don't know what's happening. Why do I keep having these thoughts? I'm going to go to your word right now. I'm going to read your word and I'm going to try and find understanding. And I'm also going to try and understand where that came from so that I can also give that to you. When I do those things, I am becoming the redeemed. I'm becoming the person that I am in Christ and accepting that instead of fighting it, which we often fight that fact that we are redeemed. It's part of the sanctification process. It's ongoing. It's part of being human. Even though we are Christians, even though we're not supposed to struggle in this way, even though we're supposed to be new creation in Christ and all of these things, we still don't feel that way because we have our old flesh that we hang on to. We have our old ways, our old mindsets, those things that we still hang on to. We cannot be free from those things unless we hand them over to God and we measure them up against what we know true about God, which is God's word. That is where we find truth. And we measure them up against what God says about us, which we also find in God's word. So get in God's word. The more time you spend in God's word, the more God will reveal to you as he sees fit based on what you need and what you're going through. This one verse right here means a lot to me right now, and it will mean something completely new to me in years to come because of the transformational way that God's word works in our lives and how it can mean exactly what it needs to mean in that moment and can mean something different. It's God's living word. It's living and breathing. And you hear that said and you're like, how is that even a real thing? Well, it's a real thing because it affects us in our living and breathing lives every day. God's word affects us differently. So the more time you spend in God's word, the more that a verse like this can affect you and affect change and help you become the redeemed person that you are in Christ. Let me close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, the stumbling block is me. Lord, I am the one that gets in the way. I'm the one who puts arguments up against myself. I'm the one who shames myself. I'm the one that gets in the way of the redemption 
that you have already done in my life. Lord, help me to become the redeemed person that you have made me through the work on the cross. I pray that as I get into your word more and that others get into your word more, that you reveal more of your truth, God, that you help us to make better choices and understand deeper our limiting factors. We can change our minds, God, as you say in Romans 12, you say that we can literally change our minds. We can change our minds if we do the work, if we trust that what you say is true. We can capture our thoughts, we can make them obedient, and we can find freedom. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And thank you for the work that you're doing in our lives right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening or watching. Shoot me an email or comment underneath the video. I'd love to learn more about where you're at in this process. Let's talk about it. That's what this whole podcast is about. It's not about me per se. It's about the journey that we're on in becoming the redeemed together. So let's talk about it. Hit that subscribe button and shoot me a message. We'll see you in the next one.